a woman has ever said to you? Words. Verbally. I watch your content religiously. <laughs> really? I don't know who needs to hear this, but no one has this range. I got crazy range. What the? F- oh my god! <laughs> this is an awesome. It's true. <sighs> this what is, is this? Gemini what is shit? this? What was that? My goth cosplay. You you had a goth phase. That was that was uh yeah that's when I and this hated. is e girl e girl establishment. That's when I played uh, Apex in just chatting. Okay, and then this is Snow like. White. You're this is like trad femme. Like you're you're making TikTok videos about how like women should stay in the kitchen and like you know how feminism Yeah, as yeah, that's a bad thing. Exactly. According to Hassan. Feminism has been awful. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Or Rosie the Riveter. Uh this is uh this is literally a hipster bad bitch uh like she looks like Travis Barker. Yeah, no, this is like <laughs> Lil Mayo. <laughs> so here's the thing. Hassan is like He's complimenting this range of appearances. Uh, so I don't know about you, but only 25% of these these appearances are actually, you know, desired by men. And actually, if you look at the current video, right, you see how she's currently dressed. That's not really the look that men are looking for. I mean, maybe some men are into that, but Again, it's fit, feminine, submissive, cooperative, and bedroom fun, loyal. So the feminine look is dress, nice long hair that's done properly, not with lots of hair dye, um, not with lots of makeup, a more natural, nice look as opposed to this. This is, I threw on some clothes and let's go, you know? Like, this is the kind of thing that, like, you know, after you've been dating the girl for, like, 10 years and she's bored of you, she just wears, like, whatever around the house and she's just, you know, lying around, right? And then when when you go out, then she's dressed nice because she's looking for other people's attention. Like, no, that is not, that is not the way, guys. Post Malaya? <laughs> um, Maya Cosplay Adam 22. Yeah, this is, this is badass. Problem with this kind of hair is that, like, you just have to stay there forever. It looks good at this level, but then it's just, like, it's hard to grow. No, it doesn't. Um, Long hair is what's most attractive on women, not short, buzzed hair. If men were attracted to that, then that's what, like, the princesses, like, the Disney princesses would look like. Again, like, like, just think about it for a second. Like, what, like... Why would you advertise on your channel with so many millions of viewers that this is what women should aspire to for their look? You're actively destroying women's chances of getting a good long-term relationship by doing this, Hassan. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. I've actually changed it, guys, revamped completely. Just go and check it out. It's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Um, again, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You could also drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shout outs to him. All right, let's continue. I know. I, I buzzed mine. Really? I liked it. No, it. I, I felt like my hair looked great when it was buzzed, but like the middle phases are the worst. Yeah. True. It's just not good. And my it- buzzed hair 
is not attractive on women in general for 99.99% of the girl population. Not attractive. And actively works to make a girl look less attractive. Is in her Sarah Palin phase? Yeah, right now you do look like Sarah Palin. I hate... God, people gotta stop saying I look like Sarah Palin. Oh my God, you do though. Why do you look look like like Sarah Sarah Palin? Palin. No, I don't. Okay. Stop! She says as she constantly primps herself, preens herself, positions herself to be more attractive to the camera, you know, um, expose... Like, guys, like you can't make this crap up, guys. Just look at the body language and tell me. What is the purpose of how she's sitting on the chair and what she's doing? What is the purpose? Just think about it for a second. Who is Hassan's audience? Do you see, guys? Again, when girls want the most attention, what do they do? That's all that needs to be told, okay? Up. No, Maya looks like I a I got really sad about a stranger dying because it's just like I just value life so high. I know this is a really inappropriate time to bring this up. Uh-huh. This is a pretty serious conversation. But there was a chatter that just said, Maya looks like a hamster. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I don't, one, <laughs> why would you say that is really mean? And two, do I look like a hamster? Oh my God. Here it is. So again, like, what's the point? Like, attention is the coin of the realm, right? So she's just saying this kind of stuff for attention, for validation. No, validate me. Don't tell me that I look bad. Tell me I look good. Won't you make me feel good about myself? Because without that validation and attention and, you know, um, guys kissing my bum, I, I don't feel attractive. Like, it's like... This is what TikTok has become. It's basically like like Cam Girl 2.0. Like, I, I don't understand how, like, anyway. It's it's ridiculous, guys. What about when it makes me look like a hamster? No one's ever told me that. <laughs> you kind of look like a hamster. Why? Yeah. Why? Oh, and this is what girls do. I forgot to mention this. When they're quote-unquote best friends, what do they do? They're mean to each other. They're rude to each other. They try to destroy each other's self-esteem. <coughs> you know, like, it's like infighting. It's it's competition. I apologize, guys, for the coughing. Uh, I'm a little bit sick, but the show must go on. So I, I apologize if you can hear that. I'm trying to get my mouth out of the way of the mic as much as possible. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, also, if you look at the body language, you can tell the girl on the right she doesn't like the girl on the left. Here's how you can tell. You see her leg, her right leg is crossed over her left leg and the right arm is forming a shield. You see, the right arm and the right leg are forming a shield and she's kind of turned away from the other girl. She's basically, again, in this video, she's using the girl for extra attention because she's, you know, she's um, accessing the audience of another, you know, popular um, Twitch streamer, but she doesn't like her, right? It's like, uh, you know, the quote-unquote best friends of the two girls that hate each other. And she's doing a similar thing with Hassan as well. Yeah. Like a good-looking one. Although notice, her body language towards Hassan is much more positive. It's open, uh, and she seems, you know, happy and light, whereas in the other video, she doesn't look like that. Like you, the, all the other hamsters would be like, what would be trying to flirt with you, trying to date you. But still a hamster. But still a hamster nonetheless. You know what I mean? I don't know. Stop saying yes! 
I'm not putting any food inside of my mouth right now. I'm just doing it in the middle of my mouth. <laughs> Probably because the way you're really eating it with like two hands. I got really sad. <laughs> Who's it? Like the handsome Squidward of hamsters? Yes. Thank you. I don't. Ham Taro okay. looking ass. Oh I'm my. <laughs> okay. This is supposedly funny. Hold on. I okay. don't look like I'm done. Don't see. Let me see. Again, these people really take to heart, like, the commentary. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need a thick skin on YouTube to be successful. Like, when they're, like, look at a face. Like, when these people say these comments, they genuinely take it to heart. They're like, oh, my God, don't don't call me that. Like, don't, don't like, you know, don't, don't insult me like that. I'm personally, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, so thin skin, so easy to hurt. Well, I don't know if you know this. But if you're easy to hurt, then on the internet, people will poke and poke and poke. When they see weakness, that is what they do. Just so you know. Oh my god. Hassan, I do not look like that. Oh my god. That's insane to say. That's such a stretch, man. That is such a stretch. It's crazy. Yeah, no, totally. It's You're right. Man, what a stretch that is. Nobody say... Maya looks like Hamtaro, okay? Because that would be false. People in the chat who are confused saying, why did you pull up a picture of Maya? Haha, funny joke. That's not Maya. That's popular anime series character Hamtaro. Okay. Okay. This, like, I don't know about you guys, but this seems like low effort garbage. Like, I'm not really enjoying this. I don't even know I'm commenting on this. It says that they're talking about past relationships, but they're really not talking about anything. So I apologize for wasting your time. But I did find some uh, body language stuff here. Uh, maybe we'll we'll skip to this part here uh, coming up. But anyway, uh, let's um, let's read this article by Rolo Tomasi, and we'll, we'll go back to the video in a sec. Uh, again, I apologize for wasting 10 minutes of your life. Anyway, uh, The Brand of Independence, so again by Rolo Tomasi. And if you want to hear me reading Rolo Tomasi's book, The Rational Male, uh, actually, it's on my Patreon. I'm, I'm doing that right now. I'm reading my, like, his book, The Rational Male, in my voice as an audiobook. And that's, that's one of the books in the curated audiobooks um, series that I'm doing on my Patreon. So uh, it won't be the only book, guys. I'm just starting with The Rational Male because I think it's fundamental. So, Okay. The archetype of the strong, independent woman has been culturally reinforced over the last half century in virtually every imaginable media. Whether it's Disney's capable princesses ready to save themselves from certain doom as well as their quirky, hapless but handsome male heroes, or the now cliched tough bee of action movies and video game protagonists who measures herself by how well she can kick bum and or swear as the culturally contextual equal of quote-unquote any man. Her template-crafted character is strong, confident, measuredly aggressive, decisive, but usually only when crap gets serious is to prove to the audience she's quote-unquote digging deep within herself to discover her yet unrealized resolve, judicious, loving to those loyal or dependent on her, immediate family, children, and female friends, capable of solving problems with little more than the feminine intuition men magically lack, but above all, she's independent. As this cultural archetype is broadcast to society at large, the want then is to find parallels of the strong independent woman in the real world. The media character is only marginally believable now thanks to endless revisions and replications. So look for the examples of independent women equaling and exceeding the paltry by comparison achievements of the unenlightened ignorance of their male oppressors, quote unquote. 
high-ranking company CEOs are usually the first rock star independent women to nominally shine, often undeservedly in such a role. But then by order of degrees, we can move down the economic social strata and cherry-pick or conveniently create the match of any mediocre man. As most men are or have been conditioned betas, it's not too difficult. It really is the end of men, you see. You're no longer necessary because, well now, there's nothing men can collectively and uniformly do that women can't find some individual example of matching and or exceeding. Women don't need men anymore. They're independent. The branding. If there's one thing I know, it's branding. The strong, independent woman caricature has generously earned its registered trademark. I sometimes use that R to emphasize a particularly long-evolved meme. Social conventions so embedded into our cultural fabric that they literally have become their own brand. A strong, independent woman is actually one of the best examples of this branding. However, to really understand the gravity of so long a cultural branding, you must go to the root of how the brand of the independent woman was originally intended to evolve by the second wave cultural womanists who spawned it. In a way, it succeeded far better than any womanist of the period really had the foresight to expect. An independent woman was to be independent of men. While a lot of feel-good aphorisms like confidence, determination, integrity, and the like became associated with this desire for independence, make no mistake, the original long-term womanist goal of fostering that independence in women was to break them off individuated, autonomous entities from men. That individuation needed to be as positive and attractive to women as possible, so social pairing of that independence from men with a sense of strength and respectability had to be nurtured over time. Since the beginning of the bedroom fun revolution, women were acculturated to believe that they could have it all, career, family, a husband, of her optimal hypergamous choosing, of course, and, if she were influential enough, leave some indelible mark on society to be remembered by for posterity. To achieve this, she'd need to be an autonomous agent, strong and above all independent of men. Women would embody and perfect the maverick individualism that men seem to enjoy throughout history. If she couldn't manifest, quote-unquote, having it all, then she was still, by male force or by personal choice, not independent enough to realize. Of course, the irony of all this can be found in the marriages of virtually every high-profile womanist luminary of the time, all the way up to our current time, to the very powerful and influential types of men their stated independence was to emancipate all women from in order to truly be independent. The Case Against Male Self-Esteem Matt Forney's lightning rod post, The Case Against Female Self-Esteem, drew a frenzy of internet hate, but at the core of that post was a question that strong independent women and their male identifiers don't like to be confronted with. Do they truly want independence from men? Do the men they want to be independent from even exist? Or are they conveniently useful archetypes, vaudevillain chauvinist cartoons from the 50s, planted in their heads, courtesy of the womanist imperative? While I can't endorse a message that would diminish anyone's self-esteem, male or female, Matt's post even so much as suggesting the idea of limiting female self-esteem uncomfortably turns a cultural mirror back on over 50 years of womanist and womanized social engineering. For over the past 50 years, the case against male self-esteem, with the latent purpose of emancipating women from independence on men, sorry, from dependence on men, began in earnest, not with some anger-inducing blog post, but as a progressive social engineering that would run the course of decades to effectively erase men's inconvenient masculine identity, or even memory of what that identity ever meant. The case against male self-esteem has been the social undercurrent of popular culture since the early 1960s. I think it's important for RP men it's important for RP men to internalize the popular idea of feminine independence. The true message of the strong independent woman brand embodies is independence from you, a man. 
Its latent purpose isn't the actual empowerment of women or efforts to bolster self-esteem, strength, or whatever loose definition seems convenient, confidence, or any other esoteric quality that might flatter a feminine ego. Its purpose isn't to foster financial or economic independence, as evidenced by ever-evolving femcentric laws, educational and financial handicaps, or religious social parity, or even efforts to achieve its vaunted social equalism between the genders. What feminine independence truly means is removing the man. Independence from men. Feminine independence's idealized state is one where women are autonomous, self-contained, self-sufficient, and self-perpetuating single-gender entities. All right, back to the video. Okay, I skipped ahead. Let's see if it's better here. Or maybe we'll skip to the peak here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, the biggest red flag for me is if like oh. someone is almost abusive or mistreats uh, someone the working in the service. Industry. Ah, so- That's not the biggest red flag. Although it is bad because it shows that they're... Look, actually, the Schopenhauer quote that I chose is perfect here. It is a wise thing to be polite. Consequently, it's a stupid thing to be rude. So that is perfectly applicable here. So, no, it's true. Um, like, but it, but the worst thing is not being bad to waitstaff. The worst thing is being rude to you. Mildly at first, and then worse and worse and worse over time. Also, an undercurrent of um, disdain, right? If she sees herself as above you and treats you that way, that is the biggest red flag. Uh, aside from maybe, um, you know, uh, illicit substance use and uh, literally having been previously locked up in a metal box, those are maybe even bigger red flags. Yeah, it's like the most, that's the easiest, most gigantic red flag. Anyone that fucking does that is over. Like, it, it's a wrap. It no is shot. very disrespectful. Absolutely not. It is. What about you? And it would end a relationship or even the thought of a relationship for me as well. But it's not the biggest red flag. You can't steal mine. When I was in college, I had a guy on a blind date. Notice, okay? When you ask a man, he'll say something general, something in general, right? He won't use a specific example and then generalize it to the whole population. But this is... How solipsism works, right? The girl will take one specific example from her life and generalize it to the whole population. This specific thing happened to me, therefore it happens to everyone, is the idea. They tell me that he had a sex playlist and that it was 18 hours long. That was a little bit of a yikes. Okay, Okay, that's just cringe, but that's not like a terribly red flag. No, no. On a blind date, it just means the guy's, you know, inexperienced, right? It doesn't know to, like, tone it down at the beginning, right? Only though you'll love this one. Okay, this is unfair because women get, like, literally all the gross you know what's crazy? shit for men. He played it when he was on Ox in my car because he could not drive. I had to drive him to our date. Perfect. Amazing. Wonderful. Yeah, so he started He started the, the date, quote-unquote, on the wrong foot. She's the one in the driver's seat, literally, which means she's the one in control. He's, you know, cringily talking about like, no, no, no. This is like, it's just, yeah, no. Guys, don't do that, obviously. Like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. And he said that. The- anyway, recently, you'll love this one. Yeah, here we Very go. Very recently. Um, it was in Austin and we were downtown and I gave, uh, I bought home, I bought food for um, a homeless guy. 
Uh-huh. And okay. the homeless guy got like really weird and touchy and like grabbed my arm and whatever. Um, and I was like, sorry, like didn't mean to get us in that situation. And he goes, it's fine. The free market will always regulate itself. Amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's 400 out of 10. That's that's an awesome, very clever. <laughs> not not what I would say on a first date, but hilarious. Based. <laughs> oh, that's, <coughs> that's awesome. No. I so on my life. Awesome. On my life, Hassan. I Disaster. sent that quote because I didn't even know how to process it. I took the quote and I sent it to someone in Discord and I was like, don't worry about this now. I want to talk about this tomorrow. Just so I didn't forget exactly what he said. The Uber ride home. That, imagine, guys, imagine, okay? You're on a date. You say something. The girl starts furiously texting how disrespectful that is. Just think about that. This girl just admitted she did that, okay? Just imagine that. We're not, like, we're not out here... Like, with girls on their phone during the day taking selfies, you know, like, texting their friends, like, taking calls, like, doing Snapchats and all this garbage. Like, what is that? That's a gigantic red flag, by the way. What she just admitted that she did is a red flag. Anyway. Is awesome. The Uber at home, silence. How do you even, like... I mean, that's, like, so bad that it almost... It's no. looks bad on you that you didn't even recognize that this dude was going to pop off like that. No idea. Like how how like was he hot? Like what happened? Yes, he was the only kind of guy that women go for, which is the top 5%. Obviously she's using dating apps. She's literally an attention seeker online, so I mean, it's 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 there, right? Obviously, she's using dating apps. We're going to go by statistics and say that he is the statistically the kind of guy the women swipe right on, which is 5%, the top 5%. Um, so obviously, he was attractive and uh, of and probably had money too because what, what did she say? It was downtown Austin? Yeah, I assume it's expensive. So there you go. <laughs> Some guy. The guy I was seeing? Yeah. Yes. Of course. So he was like so hot. Oh, she said the guy I was seeing. So she implied she had bedroom fun with him. So despite what he said... Despite what he said, she still had bedroom fun. You see? You see, guys? So, it doesn't really matter what you say, so long as you're highly attractive. Just so you know, guys. So, if you're competitive, you're going to get laid, basically regardless of what you say. She just told on herself. She didn't realize she told on herself, but she just did. They were like, there's no shot this dude's like a fucking weird... I bet he has a crypto portfolio. Does he have a crypto portfolio? Not that I know of. He didn't tell you? Then he probably doesn't. Because those dudes will always tell you. Okay. Lovely. I, um, I didn't... Why would I expect him to... Why would I expect anybody to say that? Ryan's, Rise and Grind set Andy's have, have broken uh, the brains of like entire generations at this point. I mean, it's like... Yeah. hate that. I don't know what that means, but I assume it's, you know, the... The quote-unquote crypto bros or whatever you call them. Uh, guys, like, whatever. Let's let's move on from this. Okay, on to the Reddit post. Okay, uh, I'm male 38, having a hard time dealing with what happened to my wife, who's 39, of uh, 15 years. So, by the way, red flag if the wife is older than the husband. Just so you know. Post itself elsewhere, but the comments were locked. Looking for some perspective on what would be considered cheating or having an affair. I'm stuck on she didn't want this to happen, so I shouldn't be upset about anything. 
And it's really keeping me from processing. I'm having a hard time thinking of her as having no agency in this relationship for months. Any outside perspective would be helpful. My wife made friends with a boss without telling me anything about it. He hit on her relentlessly and she wouldn't return any kind of overt flirting, but was still nice to him and watched TV shows he recommended, sent him a note of how she appreciated spending time with her, gave him a pet name. She admitted to me that she liked having his attention. Yeah, that's not your girl, that's everyone's girl. Just so you know. So that's already, that's, that sentence right there is already a relationship ending red flag. Just so you know, guys. Eventually it came to a head and she told him she had a crush on him, but she was married and she couldn't act on anything. She told him about when she was pregnant, took a trip to the winery. She wanted to, but she didn't drink any of the wine. She told him the situation was similar. She told me she didn't really have a crush on him, but this was an attempt to let him down easy. He told her he had the same feelings about her and began pressuring her into a physical relationship. He would regularly spend time with her and demand hugs and kisses. She told me she would have a fawn response to his pressure and let the kisses and hugs happen. She attributed this to a learned pattern of fawning when bullied by a brother in her childhood. She's trying to remove agency from herself uh, because she wanted an excuse to stay in a marriage while also cheating. That's what's happening here. He continued to visit her and pressured her for more and more contact. He got her to regularly sit on his lap when he would touch her all over her body and put his fingers, uh, you know. She told me she played the part of his work girlfriend and continued to comply with his requests out of fear of... Okay, all right. According to her, she never touched him aside from hugging and kissing, which she claims are always just smooches. And he initiated everything. Uh, it doesn't matter. You agreed to with it and went with it. This lasted for about 10 months before she found out he was doing the same things with another coworker. She let it slip to one of the peers that he was in a relationship with subordinates. She told me right before he, uh, she had to leave meetings with her HR. During the course of their relationship, she um, did stuff that she only does with uh, her boyfriend, would take his calls outside of work, waited for hours at work for him to visit her, met with him for coffee, exchanged text messages that she immediately deleted, told him she would meet him for bedroom fun if conditions were different. So basically, she's actively, blatantly cheating. And then she just trickle-truths her boyfriend to gaslight him. Got it. All of this she said she did because he pressured her and she felt like she had to do it as his girlfriend. I stood by his side, got her a lawyer, and fought her HR to keep the employment. Eventually, there was an investigation, and they fired the boss. Doesn't matter. She did it. (laughs) Okay, top comment. Your wife had a very long consensual affair, got mad when she found out she wasn't the only guy he was with, and got you to help her out of trouble. Based. Okay, we're we're done. We're, We're done. Okay, guys. We're going to end the video there. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Uh, also, you can go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. I hope you enjoy it. Um, uh, again, it's patreon.com slash the Helios blog. You could also drop me a donation like Tom M. Shout outs to him. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to my content. I really do appreciate it, especially if you got to the end of the video. You guys are wonderful. Check out my alarm. You see that timing? Okay, anyway. Uh, You guys are wonderful, and I will see you next time.